0: Shimmer. BPM 37093-E arced past Venus on March 4th, 2038 at 1306 UST. The Dodge Durango-sized asteroid cruised through the solar system 159 miles from Earth, a bit too close for comfort, but somehow our dear leaders resisted the impulse to send a bunch of Armageddon-sized oil riggers up into outer space to blast the sucker back from Centaurus. In fact, a few outfits actually tried to do the opposite. Get the dang thing closer to Earth. Why? Because BPM 37093-E, better known as Lucille, was entirely made up of crystallized carbon, AKA diamond. That's right, Lucille's a giant ass (laughs) diamond the size of a pickup truck, a broken piece of an extinct star's heart floating by our humble neck of the woods from outer space. Can you imagine that? The engagement rings you could harvest off that beauty. Woo-wee. A real nightmare for De beer Company, am I right? That's just the thing, though. They were ready for Lucille. More so than any of the rest of us. You wouldn't have thought a diamond mining company started during the first American Civil War would be technologically savvy enough to anticipate and prepare for the systematic risks induced into the diamond market by an extraterrestrial diamond asteroid. But you gotta hand it to him, because they sure were. When everyone's favorite trickster god-slash-tech oligarch, ENIAC Roost, announced that they were gonna go up there and lasso it, Beer managed to stall them in enough United Nations Star Court proceedings to delay his mission entirely. In the end, the best Mr. Roost could do was point a giant satellite laser beam, which no one knew he had in orbit, at Lucille, and just hope that some big enough chunks would break off for his robot space vacuum drones to slurp up. His critics likened his stunt to the antics of an annoying kid with a laser pointer in a school assembly, causing havoc during a D.A.R.E. presentation. And I always thought, well, that one was hilarious, by the way. Well, we were all waiting and watching the skies in the big day. And you know what? It didn't work. Sure, the laser beam hit the asteroid and all, but Lucille didn't flinch. Remember, this thing's pure diamond. And I don't know what Roost was thinking. He probably wasn't. Quintillions of dollar signs in his eyes. Anyway, I'm finally getting good to the good part. You see, the way the laser refracted off of Lucille's fascist into the soup-thick CO2 atmosphere of Venus on the way back to Earth, well, the whole sky turned into a damn kaleidoscope. We called it the Shimmering. I heard a few people near the North Pole went blind looking straight at it without those red tinted glasses they were handing out in the newspapers. Even with the flimsy goggles, the shimmer stuck. For the next week, I swear I could still see spinning disks of diamonds behind my eyelids at night in bed. But that optical illusion faded, as did everyone's animosity towards Roos for the stunt because of what Lucille brought us instead. On March 4th, four days after the shimmering, came the first reports of the power-ups. We thankfully had some minor cultural precedents for this phenomenon. Remember magic berries? You could order them online and when you ate one, sour sour stuff tasted sweet and so on. Basically opposite day for your taste buds. A fun party trick, nothing more. But other than that, we had to turn to video games to understand what was happening. Look, for millions of years our species, and the rest of them, have been chomping down on various plants and animals and we get... Either real sick, real fast, or we convert to the fibers and meat and whatnot into and starch and, or calories or the like. High school biology 101. But now when you eat a plant that was alive during the shimmering, something else happens. You get superpowers. They're calling it shimmer. The first report was about some kid in Istanbul who found a way to breathe underwater for four hours after eating the mulberries outside of his school. They found his body floating in the Bosphorus the next day. You see, he tried to go for four and a half hours. Shimmers, they wear off. He didn't know. We didn't know. Then there was that old folks' home where a lot of them just disappeared for a whole 90 minutes after eating their pea soup. When they turned D-invisible, half of them were naked. Horny, wrinkly things, huh? (laughs) You can imagine the chaos this caused. People were eating everything. I mean everything. We honed it in pretty quick. Though the whole world working together in the same internet forum. It was just plants that got shimmered. Not animals, not people. Thank the good lord. But also, someone must have tried, right? And not all funguses. Fungi, I mean. For sure, some people out there thought they were gonna go real big by eating those spongy death flowers in their backyard. And the only thing they're growing now is daisies, if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Plants. All of them. Including the ones you wouldn't normally want to eat. They all did something. The government's freaked out, obviously. They can't stop us from shimmering, but regulators gonna regulate. For example, invisibility lettuce, banned. Super speed acorns, allowed, but you better have a massive umbrella insurance policy if you know it's good for you. Then there's the dark markets where people are selling fake shimmers, of course, because people are the worst. Some global corp invented anti-shimmer spray and mostly everything you can buy in a store has been coated with the stuff. That won't stop you from mowing down your lawn or your neighbors with your choppers just to see what'll happen. Maybe it's good that we didn't have Shimmer before. I'm not sure we would have made it this far. People are still dying. People still doing bad stuff. We're human, after all, even with our powers. Speaking of, the animals have figured it out, too. Sheep's Meadow in Central Park is now entirely run by hypersonic speed squirrels. Let them have it, I say. It's moments like these that I think we can all just be thankful that octopuses are t- exclusively meat eaters. That's the last thing we need. They're already smart and creepy, and you know just some rare kelp would have given them super intelligence. This is probably all an overreaction anyway because you can't grow new shimmer. Only the plants that were alive during the shimmering got the stuff, and we're running out real quick. I heard they're about to chop down the General Sherman tree out in California. A damn tragedy, but a good run for the old bastard over 2,000 years, and now being ground up into auto-language translation chapstick. It's downright shameful. By the way, no one's heard from Roost in months. Theory is he's off in space, loaded up with every green thing you can think of, and he's gonna go get Lucille and bring her back to Earth for another shine. As for me, I hope he fails. Oh, stop it. I want him to come back safe and sound, just without the giant, magical diamond. I'm a simple creature. I want to eat candied sweet potatoes again without worrying that I'm going to grow a raccoon tail or shoot fireballs from my hands like last Thanksgiving. Sorry again, Aunt Betsy. I'll buy you another dining room table. I promise. Yay. (laughs) What do you think? I did okay. You did great. What do you think of the story? (laughs) It's a good story. Yeah. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time seeing it. The screen is reflective.